What up, everybody? On this post-Memorial Day Tuesday, the rap with Maz and friends, Clarence Black, my buddy Tom. I don't know where Maz is, honestly. No, I'm just joking. Maz is off today. So I'm here. I got, uh, got my buddy Joe Abramson to fill in. Now, some of you will probably most know Joe because for I don't know how many years he has been the statistician, right-hand man to the legend George Blaha. 37 but, uh, years. This dude does some of everything, man. Great, phenomenal golf. What a scratch. What no, no, change? like a 19 handicap. 19 I handicap shoot 94. I shot 98 the other day. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, man. it's fun. Yeah, so yeah, I do a little stuff with George and Dan Miller with the Lions yeah. and uh, some no, MLB I mean, for the I mean, Tigers. You are, so you are yeah, I'm around. Literally, you see, but you're not a fan. I'm a fan as far as I like to be entertained. I want to watch the games, but, but don't I don't feel it like we feel it, man. No. Which no, is crazy I mean, because you got a front. You have a front. I have the best seat in the house. I get paid to have the best seat in the house. Well, maybe maybe I've seen too many games. No, that kills me. I, I'm, a fan. I'm, I'm a legit fan. We were talking now, about this off the air, like how I like a team. All right, here's the deal. So if all right, so I do have a, a little affinity with the Pistons because since I was 15 years old, I've had something to them. Yes, but I also know hey, life will go on either way. But if a team of if a collection of guys, whatever the laundry is that they're wearing, right. is likable, then I like that team. The core four of the Yankees. Likeable guys, good teams. I don't care if people hate the Yankees. That group of Yankees were likable, so probably like them. Might not like them if they don't, you know, a different group. Same thing, you know, uh, certain Tiger teams have been more likable than others. Collectively, you know, so, uh, and any team, any sport, it's like that. <laughs> so what is your take? Obviously, man, we're in the middle of, of, of COVID-19 and all the craziness, and, and for yeah. you, you would be in the middle of, you know, obviously MLB. You would be I would be the, working some the, Tiger games. I mean, this is all side and, stuff. You know, I'm in sales yeah, in the real right. world. But, yeah, I'd be doing some Tiger games, uh, putting in codes for people to look at uh, pitch by pitch on their phone. Or I'd be running a clock telling the umpires ever. that we got to, you know, get this game moving along and try to not uh, have too many violations and letters sent to people because they're taking <laughs> too long. Because we're trying to move the game along. And, by the way... For all the different ways to try to speed the game up, you know what slows the game down more than anything? And there's nothing any of us can do about it? Foul balls. Oh. Foul balls, and it's the pitchers are really good, the hitters are really good, but the stadiums are smaller. And a lot of foul outs have become, or a lot, you know, there's less foul territory. They become yeah. foul balls. And balls that are fouled off that maybe a few years ago when the pitchers weren't as good, well, they might have been ground outs or lineouts because they'd have been hit into fair territory. Foul balls take 20 seconds. By the time the ball lands, they figure it's out of play. You get a new yeah, ball to the pitcher. Yeah, man, but I don't notice that. I mean, I by, know. The, by the time. The only reason I notice is because I've got to check all these work. other things. Well, I've got to check all these other reasons for why it's not working. And it's like, well, none of this mattered. There were no violations, but the ball got fouled off a million times. You ready to go back to work? To do games? Man, yes. <laughs> I have a feeling I might be doing them from my living room. You know, these guys are announcing Korean baseball games oh. from their from their living rooms. And I do think part of it is ESPN wanting to have some programming, no question. But I yeah. think part of this is an experiment to just see how it comes off, take the feed from the Korean TV broadcast, right. and have these guys sit in their homes separately and see if they can have the chemistry and kind of talk with each other and do it, do it on a Zoom or a WebEx or something like that. I think fans are going to be fine with it. <laughs> it's better than not having a baseball game. They're piping in ambient crowd noise. I think it's a little bit for the players. Truthfully, if you don't pipe in the crowd noise, it's going to sound awful on a broadcast because you'll hear all these crazy echoes. 
you need crowd noise. Man. You know, you think about it. You know, when you're in a gym, doesn't it sound awful when you're by yourself? Yeah. You know, well, you gotta, to me, I, I, you've got to have so much time growing up mm-hmm. in a gym yeah. with just the ball and practicing. Right. Like, I don't. But if you watch it on TV, it. you ever watch, because I know we're going to talk about the Dream Team. You've seen yeah. the highlight of the legendary scrimmage. Yeah. It's in an empty place, and doesn't it sound kind of weird? It's yes. an echo of the ball bouncing and all that? Yes. Well, that's what you have if they don't pipe in some noise. And it's okay for us to watch some highlights of the greatest players ever for about three or four minutes. To watch two hours of a basketball game hearing it that way, when you can just pipe in some noise and, you know, and audio. I mean, you've done enough TV. You know that audio is as important as video. So it'll be interesting. I, yeah, but to cut all that, yeah, I don't, let's, let's have some games. Come on. <laughs> Let's stay on the NBA, and we will get to the Dream Team Mm -hmm. because you have some phenomenal takes, and obviously the whole Isaiah Jordan Mm -hmm. battle is is you know the last dance just it it must have woken something up in Isaiah because he just will not stop (laughs) talking and post. And Isaiah has become a social media. Michael won't stop talking. Well, no, actually, no. Michael Michael has stopped talking. Michael stopped talking, but Isaiah is like taking the social media. He's got to sell that champagne, man. And his uh, his little his little birthday shout out to Joe and his like small ball back to back NBA Finals NBA. I mean, so Zeke is Zeke is now is now right. piping up and we'll he's we'll get proud to that. he should yeah, be. I, it should because remember have you ever seen the thing with him and Joe with yeah. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson yeah and who's the better backcourt well you know what Isaiah and Joe have over both of those guys Finals MVP awards yes. and they'll let them know <laughs> you might have more rings but neither time was either of you the best player in the finals. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get yeah. to that. I want to get your thoughts on obviously the NBA. Uh, George Carl, uh, Hall of Fame coach, Shaq, Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. They came out and said, "Look, man, this this is this is done. This is over. This is this is whatever we're trying to do now is an asterisk. Whatever whatever you all are thinking this is going to be, I am not calling this the 2020." NBA Finals champion Steve Kerr came out and said, "Hey, if you want to do something, that's fine. Make it the playoffs." Hockey's decided, "Hey, we're, whatever we're going to do is just going to be playoffs." There'll be a title though. You worked the game, so yeah. <laughs> how excited would you be if the Pistons had to finish the last what ten? How many? Did yeah, they which is interesting. Or? Who knows if they would finish all of them or some yeah. of them? I think or the seven... play-in talked about the play-in. What? Well, what do you think is going to happen, and what is your best af- possible? It doesn't affect the Pistons for the play-in more yeah. than likely. Uh, I think you get to 70, maybe 72 games, and then get the playoffs going. You figure out the timing on it. You want to go – it sounds like they probably have to go five, best of five in the first two rounds, and then you play best of seven. If you do this in Disney World, which, again, sounds like the plan, they've got three or four courts there. Mm-hmm. It's a resort. They can cordon that whole area off. And it's a, a little less of a, a jail situation if you're quarantined at a Disney World resort. Yeah. And the players can probably deal with it. And the referees, what you're going to have a hard time is, are you going to get – I can do my job from home more than likely doing stats. I'm not going down there. I don't, you know, it's, again, it's a side gig. For most of us that do this, it's a side yeah. gig. The scoring no, most crew. people don't. So, so that's most people don't know that. So, yeah, if you're doing what I do, it's just you get paid by the game. And, I mean, I have a sales business. That's what I do. Now, right. yeah, George and Greg and those guys, yeah, that's their job. The camera guys, that's their job. That's full-time stuff. But the scoring crew, the the guy that's the official scorer for the Detroit Pistons manages a grocery store. Well, they're not, they can't pay him enough to take a month away and live in Florida in quarantine and do yeah. these games. There's no way. So they're going to have to figure out they're probably going to get the Orlando Magic guy and the Miami Heat guy and get their backup guys, and those guys are going to work a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And that'll be that. They can make it work. The PA announcers... 
Are you going to change the signage? Are you going to have Mason do a piston game and then get up and have a new guy stand on the same court? And that's that, that's not important when you get down to it. We want to watch games, so they'll figure that out. I think they'll play. One thing I do find interesting is if this goes into August, like they're talking, then you're not going to start next season on time. You're going to get what apparently is Adam Silver's dream of starting on Christmas, yeah. which takes the season into... Now, here's my question. This is going to segue okay. into the other topic. If you take the season and the finals and go to late July, early August, right? how does the NBA ever get involved with the Olympics again? Yeah. Because there's an Olympics next year, and does Greece wait to see if Giannis can play or not? you got to pick your roster. Right. Forget our team. Every country, they all have their best players playing in the NBA, and you can't just say, well, you know, is Greece going to be able to make it? Some of these teams have to play in a pre-tournament to qualify for the Olympics. You know, the Dream Team in 92 played in the Tournament of the Americas. That was in June. Can't do that if these guys have to do their regular job. Is Steve Kerr right? Why are the non-playoff teams like if you want to start the play? Steve Kerr says, "Hey, if you playoffs, got it. I understand. I kind there's of no need him. to have. If you're not in the playoffs today, there's you're done." I kind of agree with him because uh, even even now, let's say, I mean, the the one that interests everybody is I think the Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs. Right. They suddenly might be the secret favorite because Durant might play, which is there's no way. They thought he was going to be. Do you honestly ready. think the Nets, with that investment, is going to? They're going to let him play. Depends on his health, but if they or can let win a Kyrie title, come back, they're saying, "Well, Kyrie's." What if they could win a title? And yeah, I do think there's probably an. So, ast- you, so right there won't now, be an official asterisk, but in '81, when the baseball had the strike and yes. they did a split season, well, now that's you know that's a long time you know, ago. Now dude, we forgot you've been about around it. this league. We forgot forever. about it. You, as much as you've been around the players, yeah. you have, you know the business of this league. Yeah. Do you honestly foresee? Nets ownership with the investment they put in those two, saying, "Well, Kyrie, all of a sudden, his shoulders feeling good, and Durant's like, hey, my my footed, my my Achilles is good. Like, let let's go get this COVID nineteen title." I think, I think they let them practice, and they make a quick decision, and it's no. more than likely no. they don't play. But I'll tell you what: if Kevin Durant comes out and suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, he really rehabbed the daylights out of this. Well. What do you do? It, that's a tough call. That's a very tough call. Maz has always said, I mean, we, we've gotten into it on this show. Maz says 50 games. All you need is 50 games. NBA needs 50 games. That's it. Call it a, the rest of these games. It, they're throwaways. They're this. And I know they've tried to say, all right, no back-to-backs. The NBA wants all 82 to count. Yeah, and, and obviously people watch the last the war of attrition. And, you yeah. know, it's like Michael played every night. They all just, did. Uh, Load management didn't exist. Didn't exist. And it shouldn't. So... <laughs> As you look at this, if we have a 50-game, I mean, are we going to end up with two asterisk seasons? Because we have the asterisk next season. Well, do you? Because if, if they start in Christmas but play 82, then it's oh. a season. Because it's, I never knew this, but it sure sounds like this is what they've always wanted. Like, they want to move the calendar and make that the permanent thing. And then it's just, okay, a new reality. Well, the NBA used to start earlier, so yeah. you're just gradually moving along. Well, so be it. Um I think it's just the one asterisk season, but you also want to have – you know what you don't want? You don't – all right, let's go back to baseball. Baseball yeah. has that 81 where they split the season because there was a midseason strike. Right. So you won the first part of it, you were in the playoffs. And then you won the second part of it, and you were in the playoffs. And I forget which team it was. I think it was the Cincinnati Reds. 
had the best record in baseball that year. If you took the two together, but didn't win either of the halves, they didn't make the playoffs. Stinks, but you know what? The team that won the title that year, the Dodgers, is recognized as the champ. You know who's not recognized as the champ? Whatever happened in 94 when the season ended in the middle and didn't finish. Yeah. One of a champ. So an asterisk champ is better than no champ, but it's not ideal. It's not what the Raptors did last year. It's not, it's not a, it's not the same, but all right, let, let's say this happened at a different time of the calendar and somehow or another, the Detroit lions won the asterisk (laughs) Super Bowl. Would anybody around here care? Man, would you you take it? We would have giant Honolulu blue and silver shirts with nothing but an asterisk on the front and a crown on the back. Would there be an asterisk on the ring? Hell no. Would there be an asterisk on the ban- on the no, banner? Sir. Okay. Whatever team does it's win it, Super whether Bowl it's Super Bowl and we win it, that's it. Let me tell you something. If the Bucks win it or the Lakers or the Clippers or whomever, man, why don't you just be a fan? You telling me you're not a fan <laughs> ever? You got to be a fan of something. Man. No, I like to watch. Something I want to be entertained. Blood. I like to I'm watch ask the, the wife. You don't know the I, I yeah, like Jenny. Yeah. Something gets the blood going. Well, no, I love to her. watch great plays. The difference is, I will be watching a game, and let, all right, the Lakers can be playing the Bucks. And Giannis can make a great play, and I'll be like, oh, man. And then LeBron can make a great play. I'll have the same reaction. So I want to watch greatness. Home, I want to watch the greatness. Folks at home will say, you know what, Joe? It's terrible. Nope, you've been, you, you know, you've been in the business too long. You I'm started jaded. too early. You were 15. It became a job too fast. <laughs> now you like you have all, all have, of our major teams, three of our four majors, man. You're working in some mm-hmm. capacity, and that yeah. has kind of desensitized I you. Appreciate you don't the have it anymore. I appreciate the greatness of what they do. I, re- uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's, but it is also the entertainment aspect of it. It is abs- And the entertainment does come from greatness. Right. But, you know, um, would it have been cool if Barry Sanders won a Super Bowl? Sure, but I was entertained either way. I was really entertained. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I guess I would rather watch him as many times as I got to yeah. than watch any of the Patriots running backs that they had, if you just want to go position by position, because I can't even name who their running backs were. But, you know, it, it's – I want to watch the great players. I just want to watch so, something exciting. So as a fan – Let's move on. Come so on. I, listen, as a fan, yeah. hardcore fan, yeah. So, and I'll just get to the meat of it. I want to get your thoughts on the last dance because again I'm I'm wearing the hat man I'm 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 a slappy unlike looks you, like I'm a not, throwback I'm not old you with I'm the not horse you it, I'm not you Robocop I don't, I, don't me, I, can't, I can't turn the emotion off all right um, I thought it was a great piece of TV mm-hmm. but it obviously lit a firestorm yeah. and it has gotten this whole. Jordan, Isaiah, and clearly there's the animosity there. But mm-hmm. I think where everyone, and it seems to be there, <laughs> different sides of the spectrum on this, what really was interesting was the dream team talk. Yeah. So you were around for a, a lot of I was this. working the, yeah, yeah. I was around. What is, what is your take? All right. Let's go back and get a little history why the dream team exists. We lose the gold medal in 72. It's because the referees made them right. inbound. Yeah. That's not. The that's craziness. Different. That's yeah. different. 88. They got beat. Yeah, straight up. In 88, here's some of the guys that got cut. Because back then, in 84 as well, when Michael Jordan and those guys won as college players, you had Olympic trials and you had to make the team. In 84, Joe Dumars, John Stockton, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley all got cut. Yeah, Didn't matter. They won. 88, you have the Olympic trials. John Thompson's in charge. One of the controversial guys to make the team was Dan Marley because nobody knew who he was. He ends up leading the team in scoring, but... At that point, maybe he—it's sh- arguable that he really deserved to be on there. 
Glenn Rice got cut. B.J. Armstrong got cut. Tim Hardaway got cut. Bimbo Coles was the point guard over Tim Hardaway and B.J. Armstrong, two guys that were all-stars. Sean Elliott, Purvis Ellison, Rex Chapman, Nick Anderson, Horace Grant, Harvey Grant, all cut. You've got Willie Anderson, J.R. Reed, Bimbo Coles, two guys named Charles Smith, and Jeff Greer. Now, you did have great – you had David Robinson, Danny Manning, Marley played well, Hersey Hawkins, well, Mitch David, Richmond, Stacey Ogden. David Robinson and Danny Manning. But Arvidas was ridiculous. But he wasn't on our team. No. But he, <laughs> right. I'm talking about us. Right. Vitas is ridiculous. But what I'm saying is if you just pick the best roster, yeah. none of this happens. Because I think if you have Glenn Rice and BJ and these guys – yeah. Maybe you win, but they don't. You had no answer for Arvidas, but that, but you said just from the perimeter, it, it wasn't. Oh my gosh, I think it's a totally different team. And Glenn Rice goes on right after that to have as good a college season as anybody yeah. ever had. Unbelievable. So if you have him and you've got Tim Hardaway bringing it up or Armstrong yeah. bringing it up, and you've got Sean Elliott who was as good as Glenn Rice, all these guys are cut for two guys named Charles Smith and J.R. Reed who washed out of the league. I mean, come on, it so. The roster, that's the controversial roster. That's the roster to question. My thing with the Dream Team, they won the gold medal, so who cares? Start there. Yeah. They won. If they right. lost, you have an argument. But I've always said, like, Jordan or no Jordan, they're going to win by 30, 40. Dude, they could have taken any NBA team. Yes. Any NBA team and the, won it. The world wasn't ready yet. Now, the funny thing is, at the time, it was not a majority opinion. But there were even some people that were – basketball journalists, experts, whatever, yeah. who said, there's no way this team can win. There's too many egos. And it's like, well, no, talent's going to win out. All right. Of that, on that roster, they decided 11 of the 12 would be pros. They were going to give a nod to the college guys, part of the transition. It ultimately came down to two guys, Christian Leitner, Shaquille O'Neal. Leitner, two NBA or two NCAA titles, one of the great college careers of all time, Shaq, really didn't do anything in the NCAA no. tournament, was a great player, and wasn't a four-year player. They wanted right. a four-year college guy. The other thing was that Leitner had been the good soldier for FIBA, or for USA Basketball. He played in all the FIBA events, whether it was the Pan Am games, the Goodwill games. It was like, let's throw the guy a yeah. bone. They throw him a ball. The other thing about it was, it took minutes because you didn't have to play him much. Yeah. And minutes were going to be an issue here. Right. So he's, he's the guy. So now you've got 11. Two guys... And they're the only two who deserved it, got honorary spots, for argument's sake. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Neither of them was probably top 11 anymore in the league. Magic was out of the league for a year. They deserved honorary spots. If we want to start getting farther down, Isaiah, God love him, is an unbelievable Hall of Famer, top 50, not on their level. If you're going to start giving it to him just for honorary, well, then you got to get Moses Malone, who is old and out of the league at that point. You know, why don't we throw Dr. J out there? You know, so that's not the reason to make it. But Jordan says out of his mouth, no question. Isaiah is the second Absolutely. greatest point guard Absolutely. of all time behind Magic Johnson. Yep. And if you have a chance to put him. So Isaiah's mm -hmm. argument, as you, you've probably mm -hmm. seen it, was oh, yeah. that based on the criteria, he met that he met the Isaiah's words are I met the criteria for selection. All right. So did other people who didn't make the team. That's the problem. You, there's not enough spots, no matter. Yeah, it's the NCAA tournament. If you expand to 68, team 69 is the one who lost. If you expand to 75, team 76 is the one who lost. You know how many All NBA teams Isaiah made in his career? Five. That's you know, it. The last year that Isaiah made an All NBA team, and this shocked me when I looked it up. 87. No way. 
You know how many Stockton made? Eleven. So, but, Isaiah, but you know, I, I always Isaiah didn't play that long. I mean, he's thirty-two. Now yeah. guys with thirty-two. Isaiah they finished got, in they ninety-four. Got, they but got I'm a few saying, more years left. so in the championship years, he wasn't an All NBA player. The way they vote on it. Now, part of it is that at point guard, he never had a shot because of Magic Johnson. Yeah. There were other guys. And next thing you know, Joe Dumars was the MVP in the 89 finals. Joe made some all-NBA teams, too. From everything I heard, Joe was the backup because John Stockton was playing with a stress fracture in his leg. In the Tournament of the Americas in Portland, to yeah. qualify for the Olympics, Stockton only played in two games. Yeah. He only played in four of the eight Olympic games and didn't play a lot again, works out to everybody's advantage because those were some minutes they didn't have to worry about. They really probably didn't need a guy to play full minutes. Magic only played six of the eight games. This is actually a blessing for a team like that. Scottie Pippen ended up leading that team in assists. But the fact was, everything I had always heard quietly was, if Stockton can't go, the guy that's going to take his spot is Joe Dumars. That would have been interesting. Now, I've also told you who I think the Piston is who probably... Had Isaiah had a heck of an argument. All that right. saying, I'm not yeah. saying I, I mean, Isaiah's there is nothing like him as far as toughness and leadership and all right. that. And part of his personality is what made that team win. The one that even then I wondered about because he wasn't crazy yet was Dennis Rodman because he's so unique, doesn't need the ball, right. doesn't need points. Again, give him minutes because he's going to do all the stuff that Larry Bird and these guys don't want to do. And I don't know that Chris Mullen really belonged on the team. He's the one guy. Well, Dennis, Pippen, I'll take Dennis Rodman over were, Chris Mullen. Were Pippen and Jordan a year, again, a year removed roughly from, yeah. you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the contention in 91. Yeah. Does that fly? Because by all accounts, apparently Jordan had some serious say. Yeah. He's and, Michael Jordan. And, and, has, and, he, and look, I, so one of the things that I believe you know, personally. LeBron that, James could pull yes. that right now. I think David Stern and David Stern has been very honest that mm-hmm. look this wasn't this was not just about getting the gold medal back this was about putting the NBA on a global stage and and it, specifically Mike doing it. He's the guy they needed. He was I remember reading this about him. Almost every year if you do the curating thing the most famous person on earth is always the pope. There's only a few times that it hasn't been. Muhammad Ali was, yeah. Princess Diana and Michael Jordan. So, yeah, you want the most famous person out there to be there. It was more than the NBA. It's what it did for basketball. That generation grew up back 100% when I had 100. That's not fair. Probably 90% of the kids in Europe grew up thinking soccer. Is it? Is then it, they see this, and it's like, hey, I can do that game too. Is it BS for Mike to have said, I didn't have anything to do with the Isaiah thing. Yes. I don't make that decision when because then again yeah, the dream team tapes. Absolutely. Dream team tapes. Jack McCollum has him saying, Hey, Rod came to me and I said, I don't want to play with Isaiah. I mean, at that point, saying Michael Jordan saying, I don't want to play with dude, Isaiah. Dude, is, that's, that's as believable as Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> we know. And if you could impeach Michael, yeah, it might be a trial. Because, yeah, come on. All that said, yeah, come but on, man. What we was know. The, uh, come was on. This, I mean, Mike has clearly shown that he didn't mind being the bad guy. Why did Mike always kind of back away from this one a little bit publicly? Because this That was the one thing about you know Mike. Because this never, isn't beating him on the court. This isn't beating you on the court. This is beating you in... You know what this is? This is a couple of dads fighting to get their kid on the travel baseball team. Really, you think? I mean... Dude, this isn't, they were going to win either way. They won the gold medal. Why is this such, if the Dream Team had lost, I think this is a huge thing because you go, see, if they had Isaiah, they'd have won. They won. So what? Won the gold medal. Cool. Move on. It's terrible. It's a shame. It's, they won the gold medal. <laughs> they, they did what, they, they hit the objective. 
and they grew the game, which was David Stern's other objective. So every every goal that they had set happened. Unfortunately, the guy from around here got the raw end of it. Now you could take the other end and say, you know, the Pistons did get something that Chuck Daly was the right guy for that team. Right. But how did the guy with two titles get the job over Pat Riley, who had four? We got our, our guy got to be the coach. You're the first person I've ever heard bring that up, man. Greg Kelser pointed it out to me, so I can't even I can't I'm not gonna take credit. Great, but dude. at the same time, hey, you know what? Everybody go back to your fan thing. Yeah. We all see the side you're from. You know, baseball, we talked about this off yeah. the air. Eighty seven, everybody around here is convinced, and probably rightfully so, that Alan Trammell deserved the most valuable player. He lost to George Bell of Toronto. The Tigers beat Toronto on the last day of the season to win the division. You talk to some guys that were around baseball a lot then, and the one argument I don't like hearing is the, well, yeah, but, you know, I saw Trammell every day, and if you saw Trammell every day, you'd understand. Great argument, except that there's a guy in Toronto saying the same thing. I saw George Bell every day, and if you saw George Bell every day, you'd understand. It's what does the guy in Kansas City think? What is the guy somewhere not from the two cities? And that's where like Isaiah, I wonder, take, take Chicago and Detroit out of it. What does the guy in Nebraska think about this? And when you talk to people from around the country, uh, man, it might be better for everybody to stop. Well, hey, look, it's not stopping. <laughs> it's and not so, man, stop. listen, uh, you know, first off, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. I, I love having you. And I um, know you're going to hang out with me for another show. And uh, we'll talk to, to Jay Scott, another Detroiter. This thing, it, it ignited something. This oh, yeah. thing, it, it did something. So, I mean, we'll stay with it, talk about it a little bit more. I mean, it's we're in this co- crazy COVID world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, thank you for hanging out with Absolutely. us. Angel and Dave behind the glass, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you for everybody, you know, for joining us. Um, stay safe out there, first responders, man. We love you, what you're doing. Keep everybody safe. Uh, God bless. We'll see you next time here on The Wrap with Maz and Friends.